Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Handoff. Foster running right across the five. He gets in. Arian Foster, his third touchdown of the day. And the Texans are beating up Indianapolis. What is good? What is up? It's Jordan or Texans Thoughts here with my boy, Quinton Demps. And we are back with another episode of the Believe in Texans podcast. Q, how right, are you doing right, today, man? Right, what's up, baby? I'm excited to be back, man. You know what I mean? Get it cracking, man. Talk some ball. Yes, sir. Let's go. Celebrate that W. You know what I mean? Football is back. And we started off on the right note, Quinton, with the dub versus the New Orleans Saints in the first week of the preseason, 17 to 13. You know, a lot of people would argue that maybe the Saints were an overall more talented team, but the Texans showed that, hey, they're a deep team. When those second string guys, third string guys get in there, we weren't letting up. We were playing hard to the whistle and we wanted to show what we got. So I was very happy to see it. Um, I think today what we're really going to run through is just kind of our general thoughts on both sides of the ball, we'll give some positives. And then in the end, you know, we'll talk about, I guess, you, you know, no game is going to be perfect and what we can see right. that we want to see to improve on and build on for the regular season, right? That's right. That's right. I think, Absolutely. man, this whole season, man, we got to keep in mind, like, this is the Texans' foundation season, right? Mm-hmm. Rebuilding, and it's thrust with this team right here, man. We land a foundation for next year's draft. Next year's hopefully veteran quarterback. You know what I mean? We just land a foundation. Mm-hmm. So it was good to see them guys fly around, man, and play some ball last night. Exactly, exactly. They looked like they were ready. Um, we'll talk about – we'll get some more details here. I just want to say shout-out to everyone in the chat. Shout-out to No for being first. We here. Let's go. Timothy's here. Smokey. Hey. Murphy. Hey, it was good. It was good. <laughs> Appreciate you guys for tuning in. If you guys aren't able to watch the entire show, you can check out the audio version. Uh, the link is in the description. Believe in Texans on all your typical audio uh, podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. And of course, right here on YouTube, we even got Nick Casario, the general manager in the building. Q. What's up, Nick? That's a- <laughs> not Nick, man. That's somebody playing. Yeah, they love to mess with us. They love to mess with us. <laughs> but all right, let's get into it. You want to start on offense or you want to start on defense, Quentin? Man, I'm a defensive guy, man. I, I do. I do. <laughs> and, and you know what stood out, man, about the defense, man? We got turnovers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, we got we got turnovers, man. We made big plays and we played together. I mean, I saw missed tackles a little bit, but for the most part, bro, I was proud of where we tackled, man, and how we tackled adversity, man, for real. Definitely. The turnovers are going to be something that this team lives or dies by. We were 10th in the league last year, which was a big, big jump from before when Lovey Smith became the defensive coordinator. And so now with him becoming the head coach, you know, his identity to force the turnovers it becomes even more heightened. And so hopefully we can continue that pace of a top 10 ranking. Um, last night we had, what was, was one interception and two forced fumbles. And you're right, man, the tackling, like they could have cleaned it up a little bit, but typically tackling in the preseason, like that's one thing that you're going to work on, right? That's one thing you expect to look a little rough. But what I like to see out of the tackling is those guys were punching for the ball. man. Right. They were really right. playing the ball. Was that something that you've had defensive coordinators, you know, preach to you, like go play the ball? Like, is that something every defensive coordinator does or is it just some? No, I think I think what we're seeing, man, because you know, uh Smith was big for you know, um, what's the quarterback's name, bro? Uh Charles Tillman, right? Like he was he was known for the for the punch, man. Punch yeah. 
So I think anywhere Lovey goes, yeah. he's going to highlight that no matter what, man. So that's what you saw. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's Lovey Smith, really, right? I know as 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 an NFL player, we all talk to turn the ball over, but I think what we saw, man, was Lovey Smith kind of you know taking his tradition to to the Texas man for real. Absolutely, absolutely. So hopefully they can do it again next year. Um, yeah. We were, I believe, we were sick no we were eighth in the amount of force of fumbles we that we forced but then we were only um 27th in the amount of fumbles that we recovered yeah so like we were forcing them last year and so i think this year we could even recover even more right um definitely so hopefully we can keep that up we had three turnovers on defense forced and five sacks as well that would be kind of the thing that i would want to highlight on defense is that some of these defensive linemen like the depth guys we didn't get to see the starters and guys like jerry hughes and, and malik collins but the depth guys showed out. Um, they were beaten up against the Saints rookie left tackle first round pick, Trevor Penning. Yeah. Um, our guy, Agbonio Okoronkwo, um, number 45 on the defensive line. That guy's got some juice. Yes, he does. He's got juice. He's his dead off. He's a second year guy, right? Third year guy? Third year, third year. Yep, he's young. That's right, man. He got some torque, some torque to him, man, for real. <laughs> Like for real, some explosiveness for real. Oh. Yeah, man, and that's what yeah. Lovey wants to preach. You know, get off the ball fast and attack your gap and get upfield. Yeah, that's um, right. Right. So he showed that I think he can be a good situational pass rusher for us. Yeah. Third and long situations, bring him in off the edge. You know, just some fresh legs. That's another thing that Lovey really preaches is that he wants to rotate that D line and play eight guys. That's right. Not every team wants to do that, but yeah. do you think? Have you? Guys you fresh. Exactly. Oh, you know? yeah. They won't usually do that too much in the secondary queue, right? But for the D-line, that's a, a big benefit, yeah? Yeah, it's huge for the D-line, man. You can't – yeah, especially, like, those guys want to come out sometimes. They want to go hard, hard, <laughs> hard and take a break. You know, yeah. D, man, we want to play the whole game. Yeah. You know? And so that's good for the D-line for sure. That's smart, man. That's uh, that's veteran football. Definitely, definitely. So Okoronko had a sack and at least three or four pressures. Another one of his pressures led to a sack uh, by rookie Kurt Heinisch. Um, and then who else led on the D-line? Derek Rivers was another guy he was what number is he? i think he's 95 he yeah. had two sacks he had the game ceiling sack that's right dying seconds so he showed out as well and these are our guys that like would be your fifth or even sixth string defensive end so for them to showcase what they did last night it shows that our depth at a key position is strong man so very good to see about that and then i think we can't leave the defensive side of the ball without talking about the rookie safety second round pick Jalen petrie number yeah. five what did like, you see out of him, man? I like Petrie, man. I think he played really, really solid, man. I think he came downhill, made some tackles. And what I what I love the most, man, I saw I saw energy. Like, yeah, I saw him, I saw him get excited. You know what I'm saying? I saw I saw him celebrate with his teammates. So I, I think he's gonna be a star for us, man, for real. I think so too. Yeah, definitely. He definitely brought the vibes up, brought the energy. And especially like, can you talk about like as a defensive back, you know, in the safety, like what it means to the team to, you know, bring that energy and bring that passion. Cause there's a lot of guys that people yeah. will compare Petrie to like, like Tyron Matthew. That's like a comparison he gets as well. And that's one of Tyron's biggest, you know, assets to the team as well. So how important really is that for, for someone on the defense to bring that energy? Well, you know, on defense, man, the safety is a quarterback, right? Yeah. And so that, that guy is very, very important, man. Um, and for me, man, that's, that's like one of the most important things, man, is playing with passion, like playing with energy, man. I came mm -hmm. in with Brian Dawkins. That's what you, that's what he's known for, bro. He's yeah. He's bringing swag, he's bringing juice, and he's bringing energy. You know what I mean? So I think that's very, very pitiful, man, for, for any kind of defense, man, that you got to have a guy that's going to bring energy and swag, man, every down. We had five sacks, right? Yep. Sacks, okay. So I want to say at least probably two of those sacks was covered sacks. We got to get a DB some, some credit. <laughs> yeah. Right? 
every sack ain't just because you got there, right? Some some mm-hmm. of the sacks come because the defensive backs are playing really, really good on the back end. There's nowhere to throw the ball. You know I'm saying throw the timing mm-hmm. off. So I want to credit the defensive backs, man. I like I like number one, man. We talk about five. Yes. One showed out, bro. Number one showed out. He's a rookie, ain't he? He's he's young, but he's not a rookie. He, right. Yeah, he, he was with us last year. Tremont Smith, number one. He had an interception yeah. off a tip. Um, so just good tip drill, you know, good instincts, be, getting to the ball, um, and then a pass breakup as well to prevent a touchdown in the end zone. That's right. That's right. And so he showed the cover skills. And again, he's gonna be like our third, maybe even fourth cornerback on the outside there. So we're not expecting this guy to start, but he's showing he hey, he gets the opportunity, he's exactly. falling out. Yep. And then the other thing about Smith is he's also our kick and punt returner. He can do that too. He yeah. took back the first um, opening kickoff, got a solid around to the like past the 25, which is all you really want to do it at this point. Right. Um, and then he had a good 15 yard punt return as well. So I like Tremont Smith as well. I'd say our, our three stars on the defense right there are really um, Tremont Smith, I would say Ogbonio Okoronkwo, and then Jalen Petrie. I did want to touch on him a bit more. You said that, you know, you talked about the energy that he brings. I think he really is going to grow into that leader on the defense, yeah. especially vocally. Yeah. So that's what a lot of people said in, in camp is they hear him like communicating like a veteran, man. Right. That's right. It's crazy to see. And, and we know Derek Stingley's a little bit more of a, of a quiet killer. Um, so if Petrie can step up into that role. That's absolutely huge. Yeah. And I, and I like how they played him. They played him. They played him deep, so he's a strong safety, but they played him deep in their cover two looks, and they also brought him down to the box. Yeah. When they brought him down to the box and he's acting as, like, another linebacker, man. Well, that's such a, a, that's a strength right there, man. He, he's yep. a box safety that can probably, that can cover a little bit, you know what I mean? So Exactly. You got to bring him down, man. You got you to play him to his strength. Exactly, man, exactly. So I'm excited to see more of that. He had five solo tackles and, and one tackle for loss as well, and he really only played maybe – three drives or something so yeah. this man was just all over the field just flying and, and, and teleporting to the ball really like he would come off your screen and, and, and towards the right. ball like like that man it was crazy yeah. um hey jerome my guy always here with the seven dollars i appreciate it he says damian pierce is rb1 mm-hmm. that is all that's the perfect transition i actually you know what we're gonna transition to the offense but i had it someone's got a question for you q smoky 254 mckenzie in the youtube chat says Demps, you miss being on the field Bro, I really, really miss putting on that Royal Blue, man, running out in NRG Stadium, man, playing some football. I, I do miss it. Like, watching the games now, man, I, I miss the game a lot. I miss I miss being around the fellas, man, celebrating. I miss I miss how loud it used to get on third and three. Yeah. Six, man. So, yeah, to answer your question, Smokey, I do miss it. I do miss it, bro. God damn. Got to bring you back. Got to bring J. Joe back. All the guys, man. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. That would be fun. That would be fun. But Jerome, thank you for the donation once again. And I think this is a perfect transition to uh, the offensive side of the ball. We talked about the defense. We were happy with the turnovers, the sacks, with the defensive backs, with Petrie and Smith. What are you thinking about the offense? What were your positive takeaways uh, this game? Man, I, I might stir in somebody's pot here, but I, oh, no. I like Driscoll. Uh, Ooh, I kind of like Driscoll, <laughs> and I don't know Mills. <laughs> no. Damn. Okay. Okay. I know where you're coming from, but Mills yeah. didn't get to show that much. That's like, right. really baby. Yeah, him. Right. That's right. Driscoll probably had more reps for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. But that's good. That's, I mean, it's good to have you know competition like that right now. And um, uh, but I think mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, man. Who? who uh, what's the name stood out too? Camp. Camp stood out. He, he played Jaylen really well. Camp. Yep. Of course, wide receiver. Course, I think. I think I agree with you, Jerome Pierce could be. Uh, RB one for real, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, we we can't we can't just leave this this Driscoll take right here. We gotta <laughs> we gotta go more on that. Q. What, positive. positive. What did you like out of him? What did you see? What 
he was throwing deep, but like, he had some nice yeah. deep connections. Like yeah, he, he did get in the end zone. Like, yeah. What's up? It just seemed like he was aggressive. Like uh-huh. we, yep. At some point, man, this season we can't just be, you know, uh check down or or you know, on third and third and eight, you throwing it for five yards. So you gotta you gotta chuck the ball, man. It's this is twenty twenty two, man. Pat Mahomes <laughs> and that boy in Buffalo got got the quarterbacks yeah. throwing the ball down the field. And that's how you're gonna win nowadays, man. You gotta throw the ball down the field. That's what I saw with Driscoll, man. Like just like like throw it, bro. Throw the ball. <laughs> Oh, definitely you know definitely I mean? and yeah. that has been that has been something that people have been seeing in, in training camp as well is that mills he looks like a good like field general you know can game manage the offense can right. hit the underneath stuff be accurate in that sense but you'd like to see him let it rip deep more often right. you know right. offenses need explosive plays they can't nickel and dime their way no not every team and and quarterback is tom brady and the patriots right yeah. they can't you can't just nickel and dime your way down the field all the time you need, you need the explosive plays. And what I'm hoping to turn this into a bit of a, an optimistic thing and with Davis Mills, I'm hoping that, you know, if you give him an entire game, the game script will open up for him and they'll start to get to those play-action shots that they gave to Jeff Driscoll. Yeah, that's true. That's true, too. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We got to see some more reps from Miles. Exactly. Exactly. He was still like Driscoll threw a, threw a couple of picks, but he, you know, he didn't he didn't go in the tank, bro. He came back. Yeah. You know, he kept fighting, bro. That's going to be that's gonna be a big part of the game, too, man. <laughs> Learning how to fight, fight adversity early. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. Mills really, he had the, the two drives and they were both three and outs. Yep. But the passes that he got to throw, he threw, he went, he finished three for three, but yep. it was two screens that were both behind the line of scrimmage. And then the right. last one was just third and long. He just dumped off the out route to the sideline just to, just to not get sacked and, and live to fight another day, pump the ball. Yeah. So That's he right. was really put into bad situations. Um, And I think, you know, I totally like Driscoll ended up making more throws in that game. I don't think you're you're wrong to say that, but I guess we just want to see a bigger sample size. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's more runs. Yeah, I, I like the competition. Yeah, no, not, I mean competition is great. Competition is great. You want more guys back there. We were missing our second string quarterback, Kyle Allen, because he was out due to COVID, and so right. maybe Driscoll will give Allen a run for his money for that backup position. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. Um, but you mentioned another name, Jalen Camp. He was definitely one of, of the three stars on offense, I would say. Yeah. Um, number 17, the wide receiver. I believe he's a rookie. He's a big guy. He's 6'2", about 215. Yeah. Um, he had that touchdown catch on the fade route in the end zone, which was very nice. It was. And then he had like a – I think it was like a 49-yard catch at the end of the game with the game – the final drive. And he had that 49-yard catch to get us over midfield and set us up. Um, so – if he can showcase something, man, like get these young guys, these young weapons on the Texans team, because he's like one of those guys that's on the roster bubble and he's not guaranteed to make this team. Yep. But we need weapons to support whoever's playing at quarterback. Yeah, that's and right. We yeah. definitely do. We know we got Brandon Cooks. We know we got Nico Collins. But after that, the rest of the guys are pretty unproven and nothing's really locked and set in stone. So Jalen Camp made him some money tonight. Um, another wide receiver I liked was Chris Moore, number 15. Yeah. He didn't make anything too flashy, but he showed his strong hands, man. He caught everything that went his way. He caught two in traffic, and he had that one deep ball that he caught it. It was, I think, it was a little bit out of bounds, and they called him for OPI, man. Yeah. But whew, he showed off some things, man. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I like him too, man. He's, he's about six three, two eighty. He's pretty, he's pretty, he's pretty big, right? He's stuff. on the he's on the taller side. Yeah, 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 for sure. So we need that size because Cooks is a is a smaller guy. Cooks is like five ten, but he's shifty. Yeah. How many sacks did we give up? I think we only gave up one, if I read that correctly. That's that's a, that's a positive side. We forced five. Yeah, the pass protection was good, and and that's the the last star I'll get to an offense. But thank you, Jerry. No, for the ten dollars, we appreciate your donation and your support as always. 
also a member of the Texans Thoughts team. I appreciate you, man. Uh, he says, Pierce, RB1, and better pass blocker than heck. This actually transitions perfectly into, into one of the stars I think was underrated from this game is our rookie sixth-round pick, Austin Deculus, out of LSU. He was played right tackle for us, came in, I believe he's number 76. I could be wrong on that, though, so don't quote me. Um, and he was really, really good in pass protection. I liked what I saw. So maybe he can be our swing tackle of the future. Um, and I thought he was better than Charlie Heck. So we'll see about that. Right. Um, and then, you know, we talked about, we touched on Pierce a little bit, but I feel like we haven't given him his due because this dude had a day. <laughs> this dude had a day, man. He came right in there. Like the first team offense with Marlon Mack got nothing going on the ground. And as soon as Pierce comes in, it's like the, the offense got rejuvenated with a shot of adrenaline, man. He brought the energy. Yeah, he ran hard. Like, he was constantly running over defenders, adding yards after contact, and just really being, you know, I felt that he was, like, the heart and soul of the offense. Like, he gave them life. It was kind of dead before, and he gave them life. So, he finished with five rushes for 49 yards, 9.8 yards per carry. I mean, that's just unheard of. 10 yards a pop, Q. 10 yards a pop. Pop, that's right. That's right. All the... And all the other running backs only averaged two yards per carry. So it was really, it shows the the differential and in, in talent that he has compared to the other guys. And, you know, Marlon Mack didn't get to show too much. Rex Burkhead, they held out. Um, but I think Damian Pierce has the talent to be RB1. Do you think they're going to start him week one, though, Q? Well, hey, we can't, we can't just, <laughs> hey, the first preseason game, all right? Yeah, yeah. Me included on the whole Driscoll thing, right? <laughs> Go back a little bit, right? So... I think we had no more, man, these next two games. You know? mm-hmm. No more these next two games for real. Especially yeah. the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see how he responds. He had a great day. It looked like, you know, a lot of the times with rookies, you want to see, like, is the game too fast for them? Or do they look like they belong? And he right. looked like he belonged. He looked like the most athletic guy out there when he first came onto the field. And so that's what I was happy to see. He looked comfortable. The game didn't look too fast for him. Let's see him do it again in preseason. That's right. That's right. We gotta Absolutely. Stay. You got to be consistent, man. Got to be consistent. I do think, you know, if I were to bet on who would be the RB1, I think they would probably give it to Marlon Mack, the veteran, because yeah. he's more proven. Sure. And, you yeah. know, I guess you you can talk to this pretty well, Q, is like it would be tough for Lovey Smith to hand the the starting job to a rookie compared to a vet, right? There's like locker room politics that go on with that, team chemistry. Like how how would how do you see that as a player? Right now, you, uh, Mark, Mark, I mean, Mack didn't lose a job. Yeah. yeah. Just didn't like stamp it and solidify it, you know. What I mean? Yeah. If, if anything, man, he's, uh, what what Pierce did was said, man, I want some reps. Like I mm-hmm. want, want a couple carries in the game. I want a couple plays made for me. Mm-hmm. You know? He didn't take Max spot. By no, him. no, not yet. What he did was like he said, man, look, I'm here too. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. Mac, you better come on with it every 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 week or mm-hmm. something happen. You know what I'm saying? So I think for sure Mac will be a day one starter, right? Yeah. He's not gonna lose a job. I mean, so uh, he just got to come on with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, they'll they'll be a running back by committee. Like, yeah. I don't think Marlon Mack is going to be the workhorse back, per right. se, but he will be the starter for a while because, and I think this is what I was kind of curious to, to hear what you think. Like, if you're a veteran in the league, you know, you've paid your dues and, and you have another veteran have the starting job, like, but then you see this rookie, like, emerging. And let's say Pierce has another good preseason week two, another good preseason week three. Let's say he continues this nice play into the regular season. At what point do you as a player be like, Hey, coach, like, hey, this, look at this guy. Like, he's balling out. You know what I mean? Would you ever kind of make that push to the coaching staff? Um, man, at, at that position, it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's kind of hit or miss. Like you said, it's by committee. Like, you know, right, right. That, 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 
that's like assuming Max going to have no good games. He's going to have some good games too. Yeah. You know what I mean, so it's just like it's just it's, it's hard at that position to, to really like change or do do a lot because mm. any given day, man, anybody can go off. You know what I mean? So yeah, one of those things, man. Like who do we trust? Who can who can block the most? You know what I mean? Who, yeah. who, who blocks better, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's stuff like that, more so, more so than anything. You know there are a lot of variables to consider in terms of running yeah. back. Yeah. They, a lot more to their job, pass protection, pass receptions. Yeah. Um, and Pierce did get targeted one time in the passing game, and he got yeah. kind of – I thought he got hit from behind maybe yeah. a bit early, but it is what it is. He didn't catch the ball. They ended up picking it off. Um, yeah. But on that interception, if, if you go back and watch the interception that Jeff Driscoll threw to Damian Pierce when he was checking it down over the middle of the field, yeah. you, you just watch Pierce the entire time, and he chases down the guy who caught the ball like 40 yards. Good. Oh my God! He showed the energy. He showed the hustle. That's what you want to see out of your rookies. And I think that between Pierce and Petrie, two guys that are bringing the energy to this team and rejuvenating, you know, a Houston Texans team that is going through this rebuild. So I was really happy to see that. That's right. Yeah. Like, and, like, and again, like you give Pierce a package, a goal line package, or something like yep. that. Yep. The whole, you know, the whole, the whole key. So yeah, he's earned that. He's earned some. He's earned some carries for sure. He's earned some more. And I like the goal line idea, Q, because he's a he's a bigger back. Like. Yep. He's got some bulk to him. We saw it last last night. Like Toast says it here. Like get you a man that'll fight you. Like Pierce runs over defenders, man. Like Pierce was running guys over. He was dropping the shoulder. Like that one run where he made it to the edge and he dropped that left shoulder and just trucked the defender to add an extra like two three yards. Like that's what I want to see every play, man. Right, that's right. Exciting, exciting stuff. Um, so we talked about the offense. We talked about the defense. Um, anyone else I wanted to kind of mention before we get out of here? And then we talk about oh, we'll talk about the negatives. One guy I want to talk about on the defense um, that I forgot about was linebacker Blake Cashman. He was number 53. Um, he tied for the team lead in, in tackles with seven. He also had a tackle for loss and a pass breakup. So he just showed that, like, if you give him the chance, man, he can he can be a productive ball player for the defense, for the linebackers. And I think he should be – he should get that last linebacker spot. Um, he's had a good camp, and I think they will take probably six, maybe seven linebackers. How many do they usually take? Probably like usually eight, right? Eight. Okay. Okay. Six to six to eight. Last time I checked, I've been out for a little while, man. So <laughs> okay, so he should definitely make the team. Then I was really excited when I saw about Blake Cashman. Um, but other than that, let's go over. We talked about the positives. Q. Um, at the end of the day, it's preseason ball. And what would you kind of like to see that the Texans were able to to work on going in the future? Yeah, I, want, I mean, I want to see. I want to see more from uh from Mills, man. That's and again. It's the first game, man. So, so the reps yeah. like that, man. But um, just keeping the deep ball off of us, you know what I mean, for, on the mm-hmm. defensive side, and uh, just you know, uh, eliminate negative plays from the offense, you know, especially on the first play of the game. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Just, just stuff like that, really. You know. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good point. I think with Mills, like there was so much hype around him in the off season, and so when he didn't really get to show anything, and he was kind of handicapped for these two drives, like it was a little bit underwhelming. Um, but hopefully, they can get him to attack deep. Hopefully they can unlock that because I know that's what Pep Hamilton wants to do. He wants to have an explosive offense. He wants to run the ball, set up the play action, and then take the shot deep, yep. right? And so hopefully we can see that more. Um, I think what the only thing I would also add on is is just penalties. We had 11 for over 100 yards. Yep. Um, 11's kind of a lot. It is preseason. It's early. So you'd expect that. You'd expect the missed tackles to get cleaned up a little bit. But other than that, it was a pretty solid and good overall game, Q. Yeah, I think so too, man. Like you said, with the penalties, man, it's a young team, you know. So we gotta really like eliminate those things, man. And mm-hmm. come out, man, and know that it's NFL football. You know what I mean? You got you can't be sloppy. You cannot can't be sloppy. Yeah, 
the game, man, especially in November, December when it's cold outside, stuff like that, man. So we got to be you know, more disciplined in that. Sure. Yeah. The, the talent differential between teams is already so low, you really can't afford to shoot yourself in the foot at all. That's right. That's right. No, no free yardage, man, for real. No free yardage. Absolutely. That was too much. It was way too much. What was happening too much? No, penalties. 11 is too much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They will. They will. So next week we've got the – we're traveling to L.A. to play the Los Angeles Rams. Super Bowl champs, huh? Yeah, it'll be a good test for us. I believe they just won their, their first preseason game, so both teams undefeated. Um, and, yeah, it'll be a good test. I believe it's on Friday this time, not Saturday, so just adjust your schedules. What are you, what are you hoping to see out of this next game, Q, and what would your prediction be, win or loss? Yeah, I want to see how we respond to, to, to first things first, to traveling. We travel there, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we respond to traveling. I want to see that same energy from, from five and the guys who stood out. Mm-hmm. And I want to see I want to see the penalties die down for sure. Okay, absolutely. Want, yeah, respond to you know playing a really really good team. A yeah, really good team man. You know what I mean? So it'll be a good way to judge how you know where our team is at in terms of the rebuild. Yep. If we can hang with them, if we can beat them, that would be a great great sign. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And and I'm with you. I want to see. I want to see more from Mills for sure in terms of. I hope they give him more drives. Like he really they, only had two drives. They will. Yeah, yeah, they have to. They have Each to. game, it'll be a step up from the from the previous one. Well, yeah, I'm not sure how they're doing it now with just three games, right? Sort of yeah. Games. Yeah, but I know. So the second one should be big. Like, they should probably play a whole quarter for sure. At least a quarter. And then the third one, maybe two, three quarters, if not the whole. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Well, I don't know if the third was a, for, the, for the young boys anymore. It's the last one, so it could be for That's the young That's true. That's so true. They might play to the half. It's the next game. That's how it should be. Yeah. yeah. Get them in game shape. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. Good team. Yes, yeah. sir. All right. Uh, do you guys have any questions in the chat? We'll finish it off with the questions. I'm going to have to do our ad read that I'm always late on. But thank you to our partners at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, get your questions in right now, and then we're going to be out of here in probably 5-10 minutes H-Town Sports 96 with the first question that he says, early impressions of the secondary. Q, the master of the secondary, early general impressions. What you got? We got a safety. We do yeah. have we have a good safety. Uh, I want to see I want to see the cornerback, Derek, right? I want to yeah. see. Is he going to play this week? We haven't heard yet. We haven't heard. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, overall, I can't, I can't just cap it this one game. You know, yeah. I, think, uh, I think we saw our star stand out. I think Fives will be a star. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Let's just take that, go into the next game and see see how, see how we go from there. Definitely, definitely. Um, building off that, I would say, like, just the depth in general. Um, like we said, Tremont Smith looked good as well. Yeah, that's so right. I'm happy that we have, you know, if we if we think about our starting defense, we'll have Derek Stingley and we'll have Steven Nelson on the outside uh, for the cornerbacks. You'll have probably Tavier Thomas or Desmond King in the nickel. Um, your safeties will be Petrie and, and Jonathan Owens. Jonathan Owens looked decent as well last night, number 36. He forced yeah. a fumble. Yeah. Um, so I like that out of him. 
And then so Tremont Smith being your your third or maybe your fourth corner as well, that that's good stuff for us. It's Q, can you speak to like how much it helps to have depth in the secondary? Like, is that a, a big asset to you? Yeah, that's always huge. That's always not just the secondary, the whole the whole team because yeah. NFL is a long season. So, you know, injury happens, man, and guys lose their job. And so mm-hmm. next man up, man. So it's always important to have depth. Yeah, and I think the coaching staff is definitely really happy to see Smith, number one, the cornerback, um, ball out because especially that can kind of give them more leeway to be patient with Derek Stingley and make sure he's 100% back to healthy. Like if Smith can play as a as a starter next to Stephen Nelson, then that's great. We can take as much time as we need for Stingley to get healthy. Yeah, that's so right. I like that. I like that. Right. Um, bum, bum. Okay, Alex, with the next question, he says he came late, but what were your reactions towards the late round picks? I guess there was one um, rookie that we didn't talk about was, was Thomas Booker, uh, yeah. defensive tackle out of Stanford. I can't remember what his number is now, but he had a tackle for loss and he had a sack as well. So I thought he had a good night. Um, yeah. Those guys, you really just want to see if they are, if the game is not too fast for them, if they look like they belong, if they're not making any too many like mental mistakes. And I thought they did that. So I thought Booker was good. I thought Austin Deculus was good as well. And I guess you would count Pierce as a late round pick as well. Pierce was definitely the standout. Yeah, yes, he was. Yes, he was. Absolutely. Um, Jordan, have you heard anything on timeline on KG? Oh, Kenyon Green. So, yeah, we were missing our both of our first-round picks tonight in Stingley and Kenyon Green. Um, have not heard anything on him. So just if, for the people that don't know, Kenyon Green, the left guard out of Texas A&M, we drafted him 15th overall. He had a surgery on his knee after the collegiate season, and he's been recovering from that and kind of, When he got to camp, he was kind of working himself into game shape. He was still a little bit of a – he had some college weight on him. That's okay. That's to be expected. Um, But now he's kind of had a little bit of a setback in his injury process. And so Lovey Smith said he'll be out for some time, but he'll be back this season. So it won't be a season-ending injury, but he will be out for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Did Quintet – I don't even know how to pronounce that dude's name. Tegan Quinteriano. Yeah. I believe it was our fifth or sixth round pick tight end out of Oregon State this year. He did not play, if I remember correctly. So no thoughts on him. Yeah, I don't think he played. No. Okay. Nosh with another question, and we'll be on up out of here. He says, question for Jordan Q, would you keep or cut Eric Murray? Do you know Eric Murray, number 23, safety? I didn't really get to see a whole lot of him. I didn't think he was that great. Um, but do you remember him? Uh, Briefly, I think. Yeah. But what he's doing on uh, special teams, you know, it depends on if he's if he's putting his work in, if he's valuable mm-hmm. in that. Uh, you know, before I, before I just say I, I cut him. Yeah, I think it's tough with him because you know he was brought here a few years ago under the Bill O'Brien regime, given a bit of a a, a bigger contract than he he was always a career backup and he was kind of paid like a starter, and so I think a lot of the fans have starter impact expectations, but he's yeah. really played more like a backup. Yeah. Um, they reworked his contract just this off season. So I kind of wouldn't expect them to cut him based off of that. Yeah. Um, so he'll probably be the fourth if they take five safeties. How many, you just take four or five, huh? Safety. Yeah. Four, yeah. Four to five, four to five. Yeah. Four to five. Absolutely. Fifth absolutely. Fifth guy has to be a special team guy. Yeah. Right? He has to be. So, uh, I'm not sure what they're going to do with Mary, but, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did cut him. Mm-hmm, for sure okay last one here now hn sports 96 says who are some sleepers to make the 53 man roster honestly the guys we ran through today in terms of blake cashman i think he's definitely secured his spots i think between either Jalen camp or or johnny johnson he was the other wide receiver that yeah. showed out he had that 
touchdown catch to get win the game. He had that catch where he like spun at least 72 times to get yeah. some yak. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. So between one of those two wide receivers, one of those guys should make it. Yeah. Um, and then maybe on the D line, there was a guy I liked that one of our rookies who was undrafted, Damian Daniels, number 93 out of Nebraska. I thought he made some good plays just in terms of run defense, just in terms of getting off the ball fast, penetrating his gap and, and forcing the run to be cut back. So there's some good things. There's some sleepers for yeah. you. All right, Q, you got any final thoughts before we head up out of here? No, nah, I mean, I'm just I'm looking forward to next week, man. I yes, think that's huge for us as a team, as a unit, you know, as a defense, offense, and a special team, man, to see where we're at, man, and get, get ready for the season. I'm definitely, excited. definitely. We got to see if they can keep the foot on the gas pedal. Yeah. and how we mark up versus the defending champs. I'm excited for him, man. Q, thank you for joining me. Always good talking with you. Everyone in the chat, appreciate you guys. Check out the full show on Believe in Texans at Spotify, off Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. We're also on SiriusXM now as well, if that's yeah. your, your go-to station. Appreciate you guys. Hit the like button, subscribe on YouTube. Come back next week, and peace out. All right, bro, I'll let you. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.